0: hello 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 everybody thank you and welcome back to food for thought thoughts if it were you my name is Neogentrix. i'm gonna cover a we're gonna switch gears here for a second yeah we're gonna cover presentation skills okay now typically i would go ahead and talk about whatever it is and just jump right into it but this time this is just gonna be a working intro here and i'm actually gonna have someone else step in with me and we're gonna talk about this topic so here we go
1: Alrighty then, what's up?
0: Hello, hello, hello.
1: Yeah, I'm here.
0: Welcome, Gloria TP5. This is Food for Thought Thoughts If It Were You. So I have a guest here with me. She's gonna be talking with me about coping with presentation nerves. And well, actually, let me go ahead and get started with that. How do you feel about that? Like how how would you go about doing this?
1: How would I depending on what it is honestly you need to know your presentation you need to know your material do not memorize it have cue cards and put points on it not full sentences because you'll be tempted to read off of it if you don't know your presentation you're going to be a lot more nervous than usual
0: and with that being said Seeing how you just brought up the fact that, you know, nerves, it's entirely natural to feel nervous before, you know, making a presentation. Even many seasoned teachers, lecturers, and other presenters, they feel, despite having, like, given hundreds of presentations. Uh, The same is true of actors and actresses, celebrities, politicians, preachers, you know, basically like people in the working media or public eye. You know, being nervous isn't actually a problem. It's not a weakness. You just have to, you know, channel nervous energies wisely. Uh, on the other hand, being overconfident and not, you know, nervous uh, could actually be a weakness. Uh, how do I put this? Symptoms of nerves or stage fright. You can go ahead and throw in your ideas on this. I'm just give my few here. Could include, you know, like having butterflies or a queasy feeling in your stomach. Uh, I've, I've heard that sweaty palms and dry, dry sorry dry throat is a problem uh what about you
1: well for me um ever since I was in elementary school I remember show and tell I would always get nervous but my mama always told me if you're not nervous it's not gonna go as well because in the pit of your stomach you're thinking okay I'm not gonna do well, I'm not gonna do well. It's like a little choo-choo train going through your brain. But you have to think positively, number one, regardless of how old you are, how much experience you have, how big or small the audience is. You need to know your material and it's nothing wrong with being nervous because Since elementary school all the way up until now, and I'm 36, and I've had plenty of times where I had to do presentations. Um, Perfect example, church. I am at a church um, two blocks from my house, and I'm a soloist, and I'm in the choir as well. And I have to do worship sometimes and read um, Bible verses that the pastor would give me believe me I would think about it weeks before it happened um, the Christmas cantatas that we do in the Easter cantatas um, I would always think to myself okay you're not as good as they are because obviously you can't read music but the thing is you cannot doubt yourself don't enter into your mind any negative thoughts because it's gonna it's gonna take over your, your presentation. So make sure you get enough sleep, you get your food, do not overdo the caffeine in the morning because when it's time for your presentation, you might crash and burn and look sleepy and pitiful and you don't want that.
0: Makes sense to me. Uh, the reason I bring this up is that because preparing for a presentation, um, like you said, can be, it can be, it could be irritating. Mm-hmm. one of the things that helps with that other than being well rehearsed and well prepared <coughs> excuse me is not fixating the specifically directly on its delivery at the expense of good preparation I mean if you prepared, then there's no need to fixate on how it's, del- how it's being delivered mm-hmm. um, you know spending time to prepare knowing your subject well enough at least so that you can fill in gaps or give little tidbits here and there is like You know, side notes or something. You know, -hmm. think of well. Here's a good one. Think of your presentation like an iceberg. You know, what your your audience sees—the delivery. Okay, it's a small percentage of the whole thing. What goes on out of sight, the planning, preparation, should be made up. It should make up the bulk of the work in the first place. -hmm. Rehearsing isn't that big of a deal. It's great. You know, you can practice your presentation, rehearse to family, friends, in front of the mirror. Assuming you could stand staring at yourself. Um, Listening to any feedback, uh, checking your timing, speaking slowly, recording yourself and listening to it. Uh, Well, that might actually make you more nervous. (laughs) I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, You know, if possible, visit presentation venues. See how other people do it. See the layout of the room that you're going to be in. Uh, Check out the facilities, things of this nature. And one of the things that was brought to my attention uh, the other day was you know, nervousness can be heightened if you're not feeling hundred percent. So one of the things that I like to stress especially is avoid alcohol, especially the day before or the night before your presentation, mm-hmm. reduce or avoid their caffeine intake from coffee, tea and other sources if you can help it, uh, mm-hmm. exercise enough regularly, but not before your presentation and remember to get some sleep. Um, eating healthy also may help as well. What do you think?
1: definitely um with my presentations i found that um i had to eat well not only the night before but a few days before because some people's bodies react differently it might take a day or two if you ate something say for example if you had way too much caffeine you might not crash and burn then but Your blood pressure is going to go up and down, up and down, because you're already nervous about the presentation. But you really have to make sure you have enough water, because that is so important with um, a lot of people. When they get nervous and worried, they get headaches, they get dehydration, and water is one solution. And I find that eating berries and kiwi and bananas... Things like that have a lot of vitamins. It's like having a multivitamin together. You're just putting in a bowl of fruit and you're good. So watch your diet. Don't overload on caffeine or alcohol. And make sure you don't have something that's going to help you to crash and burn. Don't think that you can stay up all night and have two hours of sleep and still be cool for your presentation. Doesn't work like that.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's one of those many things that you know people underestimate their body and how they're how, how it works and what it's able capable of doing mm-hmm. right yes. so, I mean here's something to, we'll move on to the next topic here uh-huh. immediately before the presentation you know when you feel nervous immediately before uh, the following I have a few um, uh, strategies and exercises that could help I mean feel free to give your feedback as always mm-hmm. I enjoy Uh, feedback it's always great when I have other people on this channel it makes it a lot more fun Uh, different things I mean when it comes to like presenting like doing this podcast for one there's a lot of things that have to be taken into effect Um, for one practice deep breathing you know and it helps out drinking water chewing gum visual techniques of that nature they all work out really well what do you think
1: Definitely. Number one, if um, you're not breathing properly, a lot of people, when they get on that stage, they, some people don't realize that they stop breathing because they're like, Oh my God, this audience, you don't breathe. You're not going to get oxygen to the brain, into your organs. Number two, for me, I was definitely, I always pray the night before. Um, and then right before I go on stage, um, you have to definitely have visualization. You've got to visualize yourself doing well. Um, and I find that having ginger tea or chamomile tea really calms my nerves before I do any kind of presentation.
0: And we're back, we we're went on a short break there. Everybody needs a little interlude every now and then. We were talking about different things that could help with uh, your presentation immediately before it. Gloria gave a couple of her examples as far as things that helped out with her. Everybody's different. This is the reason why I invite people on here so that you can get different viewpoints. So you know it's not just me speculating and throwing out ideas everywhere. I do, I do research. I like reach, looking up information, making sure what I'm telling you is actually legit. This is just a thing that I do. I mentioned before, uh, practice deep breathing, drinking water, chewing gum, using visualization techniques. Uh, another one would be self-massaging um, and relax- relaxation exercises. They also help. Now for everybody, this isn't exactly a thing. As you heard from Luria's example, um, But one thing that is for sure, and it doesn't matter who it is, uh, breathing, taking deep breathing exercises and drinking water every so often, or at least having some with you, helps out a lot. Uh, With the deep breathing adrenaline, it causes your breathing to shallow. So by deliberately breathing deeply, your brain has a chance to get some oxygen. This slows the pace down, allowing your body to relax and stay calm. It also helps your voice to stop quivering you know, shallow and irregular breathing is never good. And as far as drinking water, well, I mean, this should be understood. It's understandable. Uh, no one, having dry mouth and trying to talk, it doesn't oh. help. Plus, with the your adrenaline running, it tends to dry your mouth out already. Now, here's something that I found interesting. I'd like your opinion on it. Uh, oh. Chewing gum. It, it said that um, chewing gum before your presentation can also help you feel more relaxed. Uh, well, I well, a lot of research shows that you know it can increase your alertness help to reduce anxiety honestly from your position how do you feel about that
1: well I personally don't really I'm not a big fan of gum but <laughs> I definitely love to have when I'm doing a presentation I always have a lemon throat lozenge um, right before number one A lot of people may not know this, but lemon helps to balance your blood pressure. Um, Lemon, um, once it touches your tongue, regardless if it's lemon water or the actual lemon, it helps to clear your throat better for the presentation and it helps you with your digestion. So the feeling of being nervous, that will bring it down. Your throat will be nice and moist, and you'll be all right most of the time.
0: That makes sense. Um, there's a lot of different things that people can try, especially relaxation exercises. Maybe we've heard a couple of these. Um, it's, they're really, they're really effective. Um, it helps me out every so often, as odd as that may sound. Um, you know, although you may not feel relaxed before you give your presentation, uh, relaxation exercises can help uh i have a couple ideas here um but the thing is with them how do i put this some of them can cause actual pain or discomfort so i mean again with this like i do with any examples that i give on this channel you know use at your discretion don't keep using these things or bother with them if it's going to cause you pain or any discomfort the last thing i need is you hurting yourself and saying oh well the guy on this podcast said to do this." no 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 these are suggestions everything i gave her suggestions and the first one would be standing in an easy position with your feet you know one pace apart knees um bend you don't want them locked because you can hurt yourself uh and not rigid you know not rigidly pushed back like in like you're standing up ready to hit somebody or something position um <laughs> you, you find that funny huh um, <laughs> you might want to speak up a little bit that way i can actually hear you uh spine keep your spine straight your shoulders are not tense you know keep them relaxed keep your head well balanced and while i say that i mean try to keep your head straight not leaning at a side or cocked at some weird angle uh you will hurt yourself and try to keep your face muscles relaxed by not clenching your jaw clamping on your teeth together you know you know what while you're in once you get that set you know now you can stretch slowly upwards aim to touch the ceiling you know but keep your feet flat on the floor and then flop forward from the waist bending your knees slightly as you as you go okay you're you're basically like hanging forward like a ragdoll your arms and head totally unsupported and relaxed everything should just move in one motion okay mm-hmm. and then straighten up but not quickly slowly okay because if you come up too fast you'll hurt yourself it'll be like uh, a puppet master lifting up a puppet um, keeping the strings and everything organized where everything just comes up slowly and at ease and once you're back in your regular position you can relax and do this multiple times over and over again this keeps your body loose you know and if that doesn't work for you you can always relax in a chair a lot of people do this They sit comfortably with your lower uh, spine pressed into the back of a chair you know they raise their arms above their head stretch as high as possible release your arms and your sides bend forward with your legs stretch out you know, stretching your arms and your legs as far as they go, you know, and then return back to normal. A lot of these different techniques, there's like tons of them online, different things and so on and so forth. So, next thing I want to cover is during the presentation, what you should and should not do. Um, Many people find that once they are actually giving their presentation or speech, they feel a lot better and more relaxed. But it's important to remember a couple of things. Uh, First things first, pause. Just because, just before you start talking, pause. Make eye ta- eye contact with your people. Smile. The last moment of peace is very relaxing. It gives you time to adjust being the center of attention. Okay, they don't expect you. The second you step up there, you have to say something. <laughs> and if they do not help you, um, more than likely they don't. Uh, hopefully, next is smile. It's a natural relaxant. It sends a positive chemical message through your brain and everyone else looking at you. Uh, smile and maintaining eye contact also helps you build rapport with your audience. Let them know you're actually paying attention and you actually care to be up there. You're not just there. The next thing, speak slowly when you start speaking. Okay, Speak like you would in a normal conversation. Leave longer pauses between sentences to help people understand what you're saying. Uh, the slower pace will also calm you down. It'll make, uh, make it easier for you to be heard. And you can hear yourself as you're talking as well, so you can make a check. Sorry about that. This thing Mm -hmm. has a couple of bugs in it, but hey, it's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what do you think about what I'm saying so far? I mean, other than that, I mean, with moving around being like one of the major issues and, you know, with, with being up on stage, it's a tendency for people to just, you know, like rock back and forth or start pacing. And I mean, there's nothing more than, more distracting or irritating being in the audience than watching a person move around like that, and it's not part of their presentation.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Um, I actually went to school for communications, um, and I took a few classes on speech, um, basic speech, advanced speech, and many of the classes that we had all we did were presentations. And I felt that um, taking an exercise class actually helped me throughout the whole time I was there. Because when I went up, the teacher could tell I was more relaxed than most students. And she asked me, how do I keep myself relaxed? I took a Pilates class. I did meditation before I did my presentation. I did it when I woke up in the morning before I went to bed. So I was more naturally prepared than the regular student. And also being in the speech class, the advanced class, I found that you need to start looking like you're happy, regardless of how nervous you are. You got to look happy because if you're not happy, the audience is not going to be happy. And it's, they're not going to want to pay attention to you because if they see a frown, they're going to be like, oh, they're not happy. So why should I even listen? And it's the same thing with um, looking around. You have to look around when you're doing your presentation. Do not face one person all throughout the presentation because it makes yourself look like you don't know what you're talking about number one you're stiff number two and number three you're not engaging with your audience so it looks like you're only interested in one person and everybody else is not there um definitely pronunciation speak slowly so you don't stutter and pronounce your your um words slowly not too slow you don't want to sound like you're slowing down like a robot and you need to be recharged and also um when you do any presentation regardless of what it is unless you're performing as an artist you need to make a list of frequently asked questions and have your answers ready because when you ask at the end do you have any questions most likely they're going to have them and you already have the information right there and you should look at that before you go into the presentation so you're not reading off of it looking like you're not you don't know what you're talking about
0: Yep, it's important to focus on the positives of your presentation you know Uh, With that being said, based off of what you just mentioned, you know, experience is the single most effective way of overcoming presentation nerves and delivering better presentations in the future. You know, when you get feedback when possible, you know, ask as many of your audience uh, members that you've had, either whether you know or you don't know, for constructive feedback on your presentation. You know, listen to what they have to say. Focus on the areas that need your improvement and try to see any negative points not uh not as a measure of failure but as you know a learning opportunity for your future presentations so that they're better and you're more comfortable uh use reflective practice basically it's a useful technique to help you think about and uh think about and analyze your experiences they can be used to for many aspects of life the use of reflect, uh, reflective uh, practice for presentation can be particularly useful for helping to minimize feelings of nervousness. Uh, for future presentations as well and like Gloria said before you know don't beat yourself up if you can't get it perfect the first time you know like most things in life presentations are unlikely to be perfect there's always going to be something that you can improve you know when you get feedback from others and reflect on your own performance it's important that you understand this and you know you give yourself a break thinking about the positives and what went well Learn from any mistakes and elements you feel unhappy with. You know, treat yourself uh, to something that you'll enjoy as a result of what you've done. Say, hey, I did okay this time, but I could do better next time. You know, maybe a glass of wine, an ice cake, you know, or go soak in the tub or something. Something special to recognize your achievement and even getting through this in the first place. You know, nerves can be hard to deal with. There's a lot of things that go into it, and a lot of things that affect it uh, in presentations. and. Not everybody can handle them the same way. You know, between prepping before your presentation and things during your presentation or even after it, anything can happen, anything can go wrong. It doesn't mean that you hope for the, the negatives that occur. You instead try to move forward. You know, say your computer fails or your, your, your presentation is out of whack. The best thing about having notes there is that you could still continue talking and going on as if nothing is happening. And the audience won't be any different to you as they are with everything else, I mean technology fails, it's man-made. Anything can go wrong, but as long as you manage to maintain what little professionalism you have that you're able to maintain despite being somewhat nervous everything should go out fine. This being said though, if the lights go out or the power goes out you know, I still want to say retain your professionalism unless you're scared of the dark at that point god help you just don't scream like a little girl um in the negative context of that not saying that to be sexist so (laughs) any comments
1: i'm sitting here laughing to myself but um definitely um quite a few times when I was at Howard University, we had power outages during a presentation. And you're right, you have to have a backup plan because many of the time we had to use PowerPoint, what we had to use the system at the school. But the professor always said, have your cue cards, have your notes, have the presentation printed out, like with the visualization so even if the power runs out, you can always pass it around the class and they can see it as well. But you really have to, you can't, don't ever beat yourself up because a lot of people are beginners with uh, presentations. Some people are on different levels. You don't know what level you're going to be at unless you present the best way you know how. Don't give don't do a half job because then you're failing yourself. Why? Because if you don't give yourself a hundred percent with the presentation, then you won't know for sure what you need to correct the second time. So you just have to be ready, try to be relaxed, breathe, and focus. A lot of people cannot look at an audience what you need to do is if you cannot look at people look beyond the people but focus on something around the room in a clockwise position focus on something in the room that makes it look like you're actually looking at the audience if you're that nervous about it but other than that it's practice makes perfect that's all you need to do
0: And that is that so like with before guys i thank you guys for listening it's always great doing able you know, to do these podcasts i know i haven't been heard in a while today i figured i for my first po- uh, podcast in a while i'd invite a friend of mine who also has her own personal podcast on this station uh gloria tp5 you got to check that out you want to give yourself a shout out here uh what's the name of your podcast sweetheart
1: growing up eruptions and i post Adult poetry on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. And I also post on Saturdays for deep discussion at 12 and prayer and meditation on Sundays at 4.
0: (laughs) Hear that? She's as productive as I am, if not more. You can also find her podcast on anchor.fm. You can also find it on Google Play and Apple Play Music as well. And that is all as far as that's concerned. Again, this is Food for Thought. Thoughts If fit for you. This is Neo Gentrix. I'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy the rest of your day.